Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. So, breaking news. We have this audit. Well, I think this might not be breaking. I think it's from today or the day prior. But uh, Binance, this kind of global competitor for what was FTX when they were in business, has said, listen, we understand there's a lot of skeptics out there. So we'll go ahead and open up the kimono. We will allow an auditing firm to come in and take a look at our financials, look at our balance sheet, and then they'll give us the stamp of approval. And then you should have no concern whatsoever about giving us all of your money in the future. But the audit didn't necessarily go as planned. Let's go right over to this story. Didn't share yet. We got that on. So the story from Coin Telegraph: Binance's proof of reserves raises red flags. Corporate structure. Bitcoin liabilities and internal control quality are among the points of concern. And I'm not saying that they're definitely the next FTX, obviously just a game of probabilities, but we do know the corporate structure and internal control quality was something that SBF really struggled with, (laughs) to to say the least. Uh, among other things. So Binance's efforts to improve transparency of its reserves also exposed red flags in the crypto exchange's finances, according to accounting and financial specialists consulted by the Wall Street Journal. And I'm going to pretty much go through it and and read this. I don't know if I'm going to give too much editorial on this because it it gets very murky and I haven't studied it too much, but uh, I, I will give you my opinion just from a standpoint of common sense. As noted by former Financial Accounting Standards Board member, an investment manager, the report released by the audit firm Mazars, give not, give not bring investors. Okay, I think that's a typo. But uh, basically, it didn't give investors the confidence they were looking for about the exchange's finances, as it lacks information related to the quality of internal controls and how Binance's system liquidates assets to cover margin loans. I don't know, just me throwing out my two cents. If you've got an asset that is as wildly volatile as cryptocurrency and you've got margin loans that you're giving people to buy more of that, I just, I mean, I get how you can protect yourself, but it seems as though that's just a very quick way to kind of get over your skis. Another red flag raised by the newspaper's sources regards the lack of information about Binance's corporate structure. According to the report, Binance's chief strategy officer, Patrick Hillman, was unable to name Binance's parent company. Oh, (laughs) okay. I'm not sure why that should be too difficult, but what do I know? The largest company I ever ran had 100 employees and uh, pretty much just an LLC or an S-Corp can't remember which, and it had a DBA uh, doing business as. Not too difficult a question to answer, <laughs> but it wasn't a billion-dollar company. You know, The most we ever did was maybe 24, 25 million in annual revenue, 100 employees, so obviously not the size of a, of a Binance, uh, but wow, you, you don't know the name of the parent company. Uh, this would lead me to believe that he knows the name of the parent company, but he doesn't want to disclose it because he thinks this will somehow be incriminating. That's me just observing this from a standpoint of common sense. Differences between the total Bitcoin liabilities were also highlighted. The exchange is proof. And by the way, I read in another story that this is the only thing, this is the only asset that they allowed this company to audit uh, was just Bitcoin. So another thing that kind of raises a red flag to say the least, 
The exchange's proof of reserve shows Binance was 97% collateralized, excluding assets lended to users through loans or margin accounts. So again, I, I have no experience with this type of accounting. I understand gap accounting. I, I don't understand this business model. Um, it just seems to me that excluding assets lended to users through margin loans or accounts, it just seems to me that's something that should be included. And they go on to say, indicating the one-to-one -one ratio of reserves to customer assets was not achieved. But is it really achieved if you're excluding assets lended to users through loan? And I'm assuming what this means is, and I don't, again, I don't know how these platforms work. So I, I just take this with a grain of salt. And I haven't researched it. I haven't studied it. But it seems like, are they lending the assets to users to short? And therefore, that would, although you technically own the asset, you're lending it to someone to short. It's still in your balance sheet, but they have to pay you back. And this involves a lot of additional counterparty risk. Um, I mean, just look at it this way. Let's say that people deposited 100 Bitcoin with you. You, you had a Bitcoin bank and you give them IOUs for the Bitcoins they have on deposit with you. Okay. So those Bitcoins are now your liability, but then they go on to the asset side of your balance sheet. And then you take those Bitcoin and lend them out to other speculators to short Bitcoin. You don't have any of those Bitcoin in your possession. And if you exclude that, then you could say, yeah, we've got a one-to-one. -one. But including that, you've got you've got zero to one. So again, maybe I'm not understanding what they're doing. Maybe I'm misreading this or maybe I'm misinterpreting it. But I think the bottom line is it seems to me, for, for me to have the utmost confidence in what they're doing, I, I definitely wouldn't want that excluded. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Now we go down here to John Reed Stark, senior lecturing fellow at Duke University School of Law and former chief of the Security Exchange Commission Office of Internet Enforcement. He stated this in a Twitter post. So this guy's opinion, I think, is far more valuable than my own. He says, Binance's proof of reserve report doesn't address effectiveness of internal financial controls. I think what he's saying there is, okay, they're lending out this Bitcoin or they're, they're giving margin loans, but what are their controls to make sure that they don't take a hit on their balance sheet as a result of this additional risk they're taking 
to increase profits. This doesn't, ex- now going back to his quote, this doesn't express an opinion, and, but, and now he's saying that this audit uh, doesn't express an opinion or assurance conclusion and doesn't vouch for the numbers. I worked at the SEC enforcement for 18 plus years. This is how I define a red flag. So number one, like we said, they their internal controls, they that's op- opaque to say the least. And then the company that did this quote unquote audit uh, refused to express an opinion, to give assurance, or to even vouch for the numbers, which last time I checked was the whole point of an audit. <laughs> but again, maybe maybe there's something there that I just don't understand that when businesses get to this level or this type of business model, it, it's far more complex than just kind of the simple businesses that I ran. So Mazars, and this is the company that did the audit or the <laughs> what we're calling an audit, uh, disclosed its odds report on Binance's Bitcoin reserves. Again, which is weird that that's the only thing that they would allow them to audit. On December 7th, according to the international audit company, the crypto exchange possesses control over uh, 575,000, basically, Bitcoin belonging to its customers worth $9.7 billion at the time of the report. Per the methodology, Binance was 101% collateralized. And again, that is the methodology flawed? I'll let you be the judge. The scope of the report included customers, spot options, margin, futures, funding, loan, and earn accounts for Bitcoin and wrapped Bitcoin. Another thing that doesn't sound overly safe. Aside from the Bitcoin network, Bitcoin wrapped on Ethereum, BNB chain, and BNB smart chain were also included in the inquiry. Look, <laughs> I love it when people in the crypto space say that uh, the great thing about crypto is that we need to move away from the current financial system because our economy is over-financialized and we need this decentralized uh, approach to rid the economy of the shackles of over-financialization. But yet, that's all crypto is. And again, I, I want to exclude Bitcoin from that equation because Bitcoin I think you could argue that it's something completely different. I think it's a valid argument to a certain degree. But taking the rest of what is, quote unquote, crypto, that's really all they've done is is they haven't reduced the amount of financialization. They've only increased it. They just said, hey, look at this. Let's just take financialization and put it on steroids. And that's pretty much what we're getting here. I mean, you, I sit there and do a whiteboard video on FX swaps or derivatives that are off balance sheet. And then I look at this and I'm like, wait a minute, they're, they're, they're doing the exact same thing, but at least the derivatives are denominated in dollars for heaven's sakes, something that's, that's far more stable. Um, you know, you're doing these FX swaps or basically derivatives on something that's just wildly unstable, even Bitcoin, although I would say it's a separate type of uh, animal, it's still incredibly volatile, really. Uh, so I guess the main takeaway there, I don't know if they're doing anything nefarious. I don't know if they're doing anything illegal, but I would argue their business model is incredibly risky. And I, I, I'm not saying they're going to go bust. I'm not saying they will be the, nef- the next FTX. Um, but boy, oh boy, I, I sure wouldn't want to give them any of my money. Uh, I would be extremely hesitant to say the least. 
All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.